Hello and welcome to the My Self Portrait Podcast. This is your host Kibati. This podcast is a Christian lifestyle podcast where we talk about navigating life through the Christian perspective. If that has piqued your interest, feel free to stick around and listen. And if this episode resonates with you, feel free to share it. Okay, let's get into it. Hey guys, hope that you're all doing well and I hope that you've had a wonderful week so far. I have had quite a good week, quite hectic, but very, very good. But I must also say, um, I have got hay fever um, and to be honest, I haven't had hay fever in a while. So um, I'm really surprised. I don't remember if I had any last year. I don't think so. I mean... But who remembers a lot of last year? I remember bits and pieces of it, but I don't remember a lot of last year. But anyway, today, as I'm recording this, my eyes are itchy. I have a nasal sort of sound and I'm sniffing. So I just want to apologize in advance. I've done all I can to sound as clear as possible. But I hope that whatever I'm saying, you're not... um, you're not distracted by how I sound. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into it. Today, I'm going to be talking about single and surrendered. If you caught on to last week's episode, I talked about being single and struggling. And something that I mentioned just towards the end was that it's to do with self and that we actually, a lot of the things that we struggle with spiritually when we think about it, when we talk about it, it goes down to self, 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 self. And the only way that we can overcome is to surrender. And so I wanted to follow on from that in talking about being single and surrendered. And while I was putting this together, thinking and putting my thoughts down, I was asking myself that simple question of what it truly means to surrender. And to be honest, it's not a word that I use Um, in my vocabulary I don't know about you (laughs) but it's not a word that I use in my vocabulary unless I'm singing a song in church Um, and I even find myself using that word in prayer and um, maybe it's not the exact word surrender but it could be synonymous words like I'm giving up and I don't know if that resonates with you in your prayer time or when you think of this word surrender and how we use it and it's such a deep word and I just wanted to talk about it a little bit but there's something about this word that makes it seem very huge it makes it seem like it's overwhelming and it's final this is to me I don't know about you but when I'm thinking about the word surrender I'm thinking oh my gosh like I have to that I've got to give up this thing and it's it's forever you know and I think that's where that thought of where it's overwhelming where it's very difficult where it just seems that it's so big um comes into play and um as I was thinking about it I started asking myself again but as a Christian who uses this word surrender um different translations of the bible that we may read may use the word surrender um or we sing it in a song when we're in church or we're 
were at home and were just chilling and were playing, you know, Christian songs, were worshipping, and we use the word surrender. What does it mean as a Christian to you? That's the question that I ask. But to me, as I was looking into it um, and really digging deep or digging as deep as I can, um, I know that as a Christian, I'm supposed to do it, right? Like we talk about it. We know we should do it. So we're supposed to do it. (laughs) So I ask myself how many times I think I'm actually surrendering but not actually surrendering like like I said like in a in a in an emotive way we're worshiping God we're praying and it comes out of our lips so easily I surrender all to you everything I give to you withholding nothing I surrender my life I give myself away so you can use me these are words that we sing and I don't doubt that we mean that at all But like I said, as I asked that question, how many times do we say we're surrendering or do we think that we're actually surrendering, but we're actually not when we think about it? That was even more scary than the fact that I talk about saying um, I surrender because um, I don't know about you, but there's sometimes when like you're in the throw of worshiping and things come out of your mouth. And you think, whoa, (laughs) did I just say that? Or like a song is being played at church and you're worshipping and the lyrics come up. Have you ever found yourself thinking, I don't know if I can truly sing these words? Because these words carry weight. As I stand there or as I sit there, as I read the words that are on the screen, do I truly mean it? Am I saying it? Am I... Am I, am I romanticizing this thing I'm saying? Am I romanticizing my relationship with God where I'm saying something and I don't really mean it? Or, you know, it's like when, you know, someone is trying to, is trying to woo a girl, a guy is trying to woo, woo a girl. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Guys, you know what I'm talking about. You know that when you're trying to get this girl, you're saying all the things because you know that a woman is enticed by what she hears. So you're giving her the lyrics, you're giving her the words, you're saying all these things that if she's hearing it is entering into her heart. And how many times as as men and women, we're worshipping God and we're saying these words and, you know, we don't really mean it. Or maybe we do, you know, it's like... um. Um, I'm trying to think of that scripture where, um, you know, you know, Jesus is asking Peter, do you love me? You know, I do feed my sheep. It's like, we have that intention. I mean, Peter, great disciple who, you know, he had all good intentions, but when Jesus said to him, you know, you're going to betray me. And he's like, no, I'm never, I'm never going to do that. Or, you know, when, um, when, um, when was it? I think it's, it's Peter again, the cock will crow and you're going to deny me. Or it's like Jesus talking about how he has to die. And he's like, no, we'll never let you die. I'm, you know, whatever happens to, whatever happens to you is going to happen to me, not on my watch kind of thing. And when he came down to it, it showed what was in his heart. No shade to Peter, because if we look at, if we look at our lives and we look at certain things that we do, there's a bit of Peter in there. So I'm not throwing shade at nobody. This is not, I'm not judging no one. As I talk to you, I talk to myself. 
but it's scary right when we when we think that I'm talking about I surrender I surrender I want to know you more I surrender and we sing all these lyrics in church and the music is going and it just sounds so great and the drums and everything goes in together and we're really in the in the swing of it and we're singing and maybe we mean it but when we leave that place and we go about our daily lives are we are we really saying are we living out or acting out what we said that we were doing or what we meant what, what we were saying when i put this together this popular scripture in romans 12 1 to 2 came in my spirit this scripture keeps coming over and over i feel like this may be the scripture for me for this year it's romans 12 1 to 2 And I'm going to read it and I'm reading from the NLT and it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviour and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That scripture is so powerful. The Holy Spirit was reminding me of that scripture because it talks about surrender. It talks about surrender and how surrender um, is something I'm supposed to do in my everyday life that's um yeah that's something to sit with for a bit so if surrender is to give up then the scripture tells us right off the bat from the verse that i'm supposed to surrender or give up myself to god it says and it depends on the translation you're reading but it says that um that we are to give our bodies to god because of all that he has done for you and for me give that is to give up something that is to surrender and the scripture talks about in what way we're supposed to give ourselves to God as a living sacrifice so that means that you may think sacrifice hold on this ain't no witchcraft no this ain't no witchcraft thing going on here (laughs) this isn't a Nollywood kind of sacrifice okay but this sacrifice It is deep though, I will say, but it's talking about that daily application of Christian living, is living. So it's not giving a a dead sacrifice to God, something that's been killed. Like we are living, but like what we're giving up is, you know, our old, our old nature. So it's like we are dying to ourselves and to give up myself means that (laughs) I'm dying to my old nature. That is the living sacrifice. So dying to my to my ways and surrendering myself unto God as a living sacrifice, that is what that verse is talking about, unto God. And it says, okay, so I'm thinking, so I'm supposed to lose myself to gain God, right? That's what I'm getting from the scripture. I have to lose myself, lose who I am lose or or lose who I think I am, lose what I know, my behaviors, my patterns, my attitudes, my thinking, everything. That is, 
That is deep and scary to think about. But that's what the scripture is saying. But then I ask myself, why? What is the reason for this? Why am I putting myself through this? Why am I trying to lose all that I know? Lose all that I, all the so-called knowledge and wisdom that I have gained throughout my life. Why am I giving it over to God? Why am I losing myself to gain God? If the answer is in the scripture, it says because it is the reasonable service or it is an acceptable way to worship and to minister unto God. And that is just so, it's heartwarming to me because I think God, like, for all you've done for me, you want me to minister unto you, me, <laughs> little old me. I don't know when you, I don't know about you, but when I'm thinking about the person that I was before I became a Christian, the mind and just everything, I'm not saying I was a devil or anything like that, but when you think of the person that you were and how God has just done a work in your life, and God has cleaned us all up, right? He's cleaned us up of our mess. He's cleaned us up of certain hurts and he's brushed off the dirt and he's given us new garments of praise and he's made us beautiful in his sight. And you know, we are, we are, we are blinging. Okay. We have, um, we have these, um, precious stones all over us. Like we are beaming. Okay. We are beaming God's glory. Okay. And God has cleaned us up. So that we can minister unto him and to worship. That's just beautiful to me. And as I went through the scripture. um, I just recognized that Paul. Paul here is pleading with us. He's pleading with us with God's compassion. That we are to surrender ourselves as a means to commune or worship God fully. I talked about last week about surrender. And I, I may have left it half finished or to me like if I'm listening back I'm thinking is this it like you're telling me it's just about myself (laughs) but this is digging deeper because it's talking about what it truly means to surrender the self when I focus on struggles last week how we're single and we struggle with certain things um yeah you know it could be as I said consequences of things that we've done but then there's the spiritual struggle if we are truly to live in a way where we're supposed to worship him or or present ourselves as a holy and living sacrifice we can't do that in our flesh we can't do that in the way we were before we became christian we can't like there has to be a letting go and a giving up of And we can't come the same way. We can't come to God with our old nature. We can't come to God in our flesh. We can't come to God with more of our old nature than the new nature. And the only way to remove more of the old nature is to surrender more of ourselves to God. That that place is not a one-time thing. I believe that it is continuous. Because there are layers upon layers upon layers of us, of our hearts. And God continues. If I mean, if the word says that God is going to continue to work with us until the day of completion. That means that it is continuous. That means otherwise, 
from the moment that we were Christian, then the work is completed. But the work is continuous over and over and over and deepening and deepening and deepening. When I, I don't know where the scripture is, but it talks about understanding or knowing the depth and the height and the width of God's love. That is a prayer that I pray very often. And I know that to understand that is really to get more into a place that is not of just my own thinking and logic and understanding, but to understand God. We can't understand God in in, in our flesh because God is spirit. If we want to know more of him, we have to, and to be like him, we have to surrender our sinful nature so that we can be more like him. And to commune and worship God fully is to is 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 to surrender ourselves verse 2 which was talking about not copying the behaviors and customs of this world that we are so accustomed to that we have grown up with our whole lives but to be transformed and changed and only god can do that transformation verse 2 was talking about what happens when our minds are renewed by allowing or surrendering over to God to do the transforming work. Not just, not some guru, not some, not even, you know, a best-selling Christian author. Because yes, God may have downloaded certain things to them, but you know what? God is the source. If you want to be transformed, God has a special download for you too, as he has that person, that coach we have, that person, that speaker, or that preacher that we like to listen to. God has a special download for you and we can't continue to live through someone else's Christian life like we have to navigate our own Christian life ourselves. And that transforming work happens as we grow closer to God and surrender. God wants to change our thoughts. He wants to change our patterns and our attitudes. So I ask myself deeper, why? I ask myself, I think maybe the second why. The first why was, what does surrender mean? The second why was, okay, why am I losing myself to gain God? And now I'm asking myself, why am I surrendering myself? Why do I have to be sorry? Why do I have to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. What is the reason for this? Is so that I can know God's good and pleasing and perfect will for my life and for your life. So the reason behind why that surrender is there ultimately is to know God's good and pleasing and perfect will for our lives. And that's powerful to me. Absolutely mind-blowing. And I, as I was thinking on this thing of surrender, three things, three things that I wanted to just share before I wrap this all up about surrender. Number one, surrender is a choice. I can decide whether I want to um, get on this spiritual altar and undergo my renewal process, or I can choose to stay the same. That choice is mine. Surrendering Number two, surrendering doesn't mean that I'm a mindless drone. doesn't mean I'm a robot. It doesn't mean that I don't have any logical sense. Because actually, the word says, depending on the version, but I think in the New King James, it says that when I give over myself, it is my reasonable service. 
meaning that there is logic and thinking that has been applied to it. As I said, it's a choice and I understand the reasoning behind it, which is why I broke it down the way I did. I asked myself, why, why, why? There's a logic and a thinking behind that is that is applied to why we should surrender. Physically, yeah, it's logical. Okay, it makes sense. But it's what really happens spiritually that takes that, that happens. As I talked about that spiritual altar, what happens spiritually in surrendering, I don't think you can quantify it. I don't think you can put it in words. I don't think you can put it, there's nothing you can, you just know that you are changed from within. And it actually, what happens within affects what happens outside. So that's where I'm going to leave it. And the third thing is that surrender is bigger than sacrifice. Because to sacrifice, it means that you need to surrender. You make a choice. But actually, surrender shows what is our heart posture. And sacrifice could easily be selfish. You can sacrifice having, you know a cup of coffee or sugar for Lent and um, that could be you know or you could sacrifice not having sugar or whatever foods because you're trying to get into a dress ladies I know you know what I'm talking about (laughs) you have this dress you have this event and you want to get into it so you're going to sacrifice having this and that that could be selfish sacrifice could easily be selfish yes it's yeah it's it, it it only um it serves the self, so it's selfish, but surrender is much, is much bigger than that, so it begs the question, what or who am I surrendered to in all of this, am I really surrendered to God, am I surrendered to the perception I have of what it means to live as a Christian, am I surrendered to church community, you know what the people in the church think about me, Am I surrendered to status? I'm a preacher's kid. I'm a I'm a leader. I'm a coach. I'm a I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a wife. <laughs> what are the things you know? Those kind of statuses. Educated. You know, well off, wealthy, whatever. Am I surrendered to those things? But if it's God, I'm surrendered to. It, I mean, sorry. If it's not God that I'm surrendered to, then really, we just missed the whole point. If I'm more surrendered to trying to live a certain way so that people can perceive me in a certain way, then it's wrong. I'm, if I'm doing it for the for for man's approval, then got it all wrong. And that is easily done too, because you can, like I said, you can look a certain way to other people. But if it's not what you, if you think or people think you're doing it or you think you're actually surrendering, but really you're not, then it's all for nothing. Our salvation, as I talked about from the very, very beginning of this season, should really depend on God's good and perfect will for our lives. Like, we're saved because it is God's good and perfect will. Like, good and perfect in the same statement, that's powerful. God doesn't have no bad intention, excuse my bad English, but he doesn't have a bad intention for you or for me everything that he has towards everything that he's doing everything that he did when he died on the cross is to is to bring out that good and perfect will the way it should have been from the beginning and we should not be concerned with the benefits that come from the mercies of god that's just an additional bonus but actually it's not 
to be compared with the good and perfect will. God blesses us abundantly because he's just he's just big like that. Like when God is blessing us, he don't bless small. He blesses massively. And sometimes we get so full of blessings that we overlook the blessings that we have. We just take them for nothing. But like God, it doesn't mean God's going to stop blessing us. That's the beauty of it. And um, so I just want everyone to be encouraged that's listening at the sound of my voice. That our lives, this Christian life we're living, it's not a joke. It It is so sweet when we get into it. And yeah, there's rough patches and yeah, it can be tough. And yeah, we have to make decisions. Decisions that's like, oh, really? Really? But like that's surrendering what we get out of it. You know, we're becoming more like him day after day. We're becoming more like him as we continue to be transformed in his word, in his presence, putting ourselves on that spiritual altar to be renewed in our minds is powerful and I hope that as you hear this you're not you're not discouraged be encouraged this this podcast is about encouragement you know and I don't just speak to you I speak to myself as well so that I'm not disqualified okay we're all in this together we're all in this race together running towards that upward call and that prize and um so yes stay blessed and just Continue to maintain that, you know, that your your zeal and joy. And I, that's my prayer for everyone, that we continue to maintain. And as we go through these things together, that God is really helping us, exposing things in us and that we're growing. And that's all I have for today. I've gone over than I ever expected to. But I hope that this episode um, resonated with you. If it has, share it, share it, share it, share it, share it with someone that needs to hear. And let's talk about this. Let's get into it. I have a Facebook group. It's totally open. Um, and actually there's a Facebook page. It's uh, called My Self Portrait Podcast. Find it, like it, comment on it. Let's get connected and let's stay connected as well. Um, I'll be posting something in there this week. I want to, I really want to hear people's thoughts on what they think about the podcast, how it's going, whether they like it. And so I would really appreciate it. I've filled out, I've put out a survey and I would really appreciate it if you could fill it out, complete it. And, um, let's, let me get to hear from you guys. But in the meantime, to the next time, stay safe. If you're a hay fever sufferer, like I am, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, friend, sister. <laughs> Just a uh, pop a pill. I will take your natural herbs if that's if you're that way inclined. And let's just keep on moving for Jesus. All right. So take care, everyone, and uh, speak soon. God bless. <laughs>